Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Washita East. This is Brother Fahim El Bay, Brother Ampa Dr. Eileen tonight. And uh topic will be tonight be the indigenous paradigm and the Moorish paradigm. One and the same. We didn't have some of the music that we usually play. I don't know what happened, but here I am. I hope everything is all right with you and yours. Uh, I'm doing fine, and uh, I uh, have certain events, current events going on with this. A lot of these uh, sexual harassment allegations, and and some are not allegations, and some of them are true. You know, uh, if those those are the some that are true, I hope they will get the justice that they well deserve. And you know. Some of these that's going on in Alabama, doing the, if you have been watching the Alabama uh, 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 convention and campaign, uh, it's just all of a sudden this man decides to run for office and everybody come out with these sexual allegations against him. So they, And it could be true. I don't know. You know but it, uh, it could be what you call a political move, uh, like they did uh, – Somewhat against uh, Bill Cosby, so a lot of this. Uh, the thing is about Hollywood and doing and the political arena. A lot of these things have been going on for years, for decades, and on top of decades. And I guess now they're coming to surface, coming to light for some reason, because this is the Aquarian age and the age of truth. So, you know, the age of information. So maybe this is what's going on, you know? So, yeah, uh, dealing with the uh, the indigenous uh, paradigm and the Moorish paradigm, I say they are one and the same. There are some that seem to not think so, 
you know, uh, but I beg to differ. You know, uh, indigenous uh, people, Aboriginal people, or Tonsilous people, Moors, are all one and the same, as I said in previous uh, lectures that I gave on a blog talk show. And uh, this is, uh, you know, uh, I, I see it really fantastic that a lot of the people uh, that call themselves indigenous or that are, well, they are indigenous. Uh, I, 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 take, I take that back. A lot of them are indigenous people, you know, uh, but a lot of them, you know, that don't really consider themselves Moors. Uh, they think that Moors are something that's in the desert, you know. Uh, it goes back to the years 711 to 1492, the fall of the Moorish Empire in Europe, you know. This, and then that was the end of the Moors, you know. There were no more Moors, you know. This is uh, the kind of uh, uh, mindset that a lot of our people have, uh, unfortunately. And it seems like they, a lot of them still need to do a whole lot of research and a lot of home, homework, uh, especially those that are call themselves scholars and dealing with Moors, uh, the Moorish history, because Moorish history is our history, is our history, period. You know, uh, it's not it's not the history of a certain a particular group of so-called quote-unquote black people called Moors. No, it's our history, our Asiatic history. Everybody, uh, the the Asiatic people of all over Africa, the Asiatic people all over the Americas and the adjoining islands, the Asiatic people in Australia and New Zealand, and all over the islands of the Pacific Ocean, as well. You know, as New Guinea. Uh, uh, you know, and so on, and so on, uh, Samoa, and 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 you know, places like those, uh, the, the Solomon Islands, you know, and and you know, because you find in the Solomon Islands that a lot of uh, the uh, more uh, Aboriginal people in those islands, uh, they have blonde hair and blue eyes, you know. So uh, uh, it still it shows that we still need to do a lot of research on our history and on our people, you know, on who we are, who we actually are. You know, uh, I heard uh, this was a, a program on the, uh, this, this station called Vice, and uh, this brother was interviewing uh, a lot of these Aryan uh, Nazi groups, and one of them said, uh, he asked one of them, he said, well, what is the, the biggest problem you think among my people, you know, and he said that, uh, well, one thing your people have is uh, a big identity problem. And uh, I hate to say it, but he was right on the money when he said that, you know, and, and we do, you know, you know, uh, back in the, in the 19th century, we was known as uh, Negroes and coloreds. And uh, up all the way into the 40s, was known as colors and Negroes. And up to the 50s, was known as Negroes. And uh, up to the mid-60s or late 60s, was known as Blacks. And up to the 80s or late 80s, 1980, was known as African Americans, you know, and so on and so on, you know. Because a lot of those are label brands or brand names for a people that do not exist. There are no such people. You know, no such people as African Americans, people of color, 
uh, you know, uh, none of that, especially black people. You know, uh, if, you, if you ask a person, uh, what are you? Are you a proper noun or an adjective? And if they say they are proper noun, then they answer their own question. Well, that, that, that goes to show you you're not black. If you're not an adjective, you're not black. Simple as that. I can't give you a simple uh, answer than that. I mean, a lot of people, uh, you got uh, some people saying that uh, the bloodline moors, which you're talking about the moors that are are attached or that identify themselves with their tribal nation like I do, you know, I heard one sister said that uh, uh, you have the tribal bloodline moors and you have the temple moors. You know, well, I go to that. I, I go along. I agree with that to a certain degree uh, because the temp, even the moors and the temp, temples have a bloodline to some national tribe, to some national tribe, whether they know it or not. You know. Um, or they just don't know that they are. You know, all they know is what they have been taught and without questioning or the valid, you know, validating any of these uh, uh, things that they have been taught. You know, they just go along with it, you know. And this is what they think, that this is who they are, you know, Moorish Americans. You know, I don't call myself a Moorish American. I, use, I may use the term Moorish uh, interchangeably with more, uh, I may say, oh, what a beautiful, if I see an Asiatic couple, uh, couple come walking down the street, I say, oh, what a beautiful Moorish couple, you know. But for us, uh, me being Moorish, no, I am a Moor. Uh, you got a lot of these uh, people that are members of the, what you call Africans, Americans, ain't Africans. With that group there, you know, a lot of them say that they're not Moors and the the indigenous you know paradigm is different than the Moorish paradigm. It's not the same, but I'm here to tell you it's very much the same. You know, um, let me read something here from the First World Order, from Dr. Eileen's book, The First World Order. And it says here. page here, on page 33, it says here, the principal questions and answers for nationals. Number one, what wars were fought in the interest of the Washita, that is the tribe I identify myself with, the so-called Barbary, Tripolitan Wars, 1803 to 1815. Number two, the Napoleonic Caribbean Wars, 1804. Three, the War of 1812 against the British, 1812 to 1815. And four, the so-called Seminole Wars, 1817 to 1818. Name the several treaties that were enacted. But the most important for Washita, the Transcontinental Treaty, otherwise known as the Adonis Onis Treaty of 1819, taking control from the Spanish de Bourbon. One, the Florida, two, the whole of Louisiana, and three, the Pacific Northwest, later called Oregon country. So, yes, uh, the Washita, <coughs> excuse me, 
excuse me, you have a lot of people, uh, you have a lot of indigenous uh, people like the so-called, uh, or what they call themselves, African-Americans and Africans, will tell you that the Moors are not indigenous to, to this country, or not indigenous to this land. But as a blatant lie, I'm here to tell you, because I just read to you uh, the treaties, the Transcontinental Treaty, otherwise known as the Adamis Onus Treaty of 1819. And we also have a treaty, a Camp Horn Treaty of 1856. See, if you're not an indigenous uh, uh, national tribal nation, you cannot uh, hold treaties. You cannot make treaties with any nation or any tribe. Not if you're not a uh, sovereign nation or sovereign tribal nation. Here's the records right here. Here's the proof. You know, it, it, it's irrefutable. You know, uh, it's non-arguable. Let me move it along here. It says here, how long, uh, the so-called French Indian War of 1754-1763 against the British marks a point in the history of the Empire Washita, de de Mundia, who was the who who was the imperial empress at the time? Aya Maria. Three. How long did the that the imperial empress reign? Forty-one years, 1754 to 1795. And as you note, what I'm saying is that always has been ran by the matriarchal lineage. It was always matriarchal, never patriarchal as some of the brothers have a problem of dealing with. But as I say, they'll be all right. They, they will be all right. Says here, number four, one of her daughters, Royal Lion, was who? Anna Marie. Five, who was Anna Marie married to? Marquis de Maison Rouge, Louis, Francois, Joseph, de Barbon, Prince de Conti. Six, from this union came who? Henry Joseph Turner. Or you could say Henry Joseph Tunica. That's the original uh, 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 the, the original name for Turner. The original uh, 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 word for Washington is Washita. You say like Denzel Washington, Denzel Washita. Uh, the actress Carrie Washington, Carrie Washita, and so on and so on and so on. That's where uh, George Washington got his name from, from the Washita Dita the Mandia Moore Empire Nation. Okay, number seven. One was Henry Joseph Turner acknowledged by the U.S. Supreme Court as what? Heir to the Bourbon estate on June 19, 1848. Eight. What is the, the the Bourbon Estate, the Imperial International Estate of the Bourbon Habsburg Empire, which includes Western Europe, the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, Switzerland, Germany, Italy, Sicily, Naples, Sardinia, Spain, and Portugal, as well as most of North America and and the Caribbean, in addition to Central and South America and through his Washita wife 
Anna Marie, all of North America, west of the Imperial Demarcation Line in the, uh, in the year 1713, or the British Royal Proclamation Line, 1663. Number nine, how did Henry Turner receive the international estate by way of the Spanish land grant in accordance with the U.S. Supreme Court decision of June 19, 1848. Number 10, who did Henry Turner Sr. marry? Sarah, or Sarah, and out of the union came who? Henry Turner Jr., George W. Turner, of Eliza, or Eliza Turner. This is the bloodline. Okay, Eliza Turner was the mother of the uh, uh, of who? Prophet Noble Timothy Turner Drew Ali, or you, or, or you can say, or you can say, Prophet Noble Timothy Tunica Drew Ali, the founder of the Moorish Science Temple of America. See, uh, Prophet Noble Drew Ali also had tribal affiliation, and he and his identity was with the Washita and Cherokee nations. See, there's no such thing as being a Moor and not having a tribal identity or not or don't have a tribal bloodline. There's no such thing. I know you have some, uh, uh, I spoke on this before a while back. You have some Moors talking about, yeah, they, uh, you know, uh, we don't belong to no certain club or society or no, or no uh, silly tribe, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say who the brother's name was, but if he's listening to me tonight, he know who I'm talking about. He know I'm talking about him. You know, and of which I hope he is listening, so he can uh, you know really find out how really uh, silly he sounds by saying that, making a silly statement like that. You meet any sister and brother from the African continent, Africa, Australia, New Zealand, and they will tell you straight up, you know, especially from Africa, they don't. They, they, you'll never hear them say, "I'm Black African." You'll never hear them say, "I'm a Black African." They never say that. As a matter of fact, you hardly ever hear them say they are African. Period. They will name their country, like Uganda. Namibia, Zimbabwe, or Kenya. I'm Kenyan. I am Ugandan. I am Ghanaian. And in the end, they have uh, identified themselves with their tribe and the language of the of, of what their tribe of what their tribe speaks. Yes, sir. They, and yes, ma'am. They do. That's why I'm saying there's no such thing as it being a more. A more is what? What is a more? A more is any very, any dark skinned person that is attached to the land. We are the land. We are the land. We are the ponds, the lakes, and the rivers, and the oceans, and the high seas of the earth, because we are earthbound people. That is a more, and more does not mean black. I know you still have a lot of silly people still still making those silly ass statements. And that more means black. No, it do not. No, it do not. You see, it comes from the Greek word, uh, uh, 
No, it does not. Yes, uh, the more the word in Greek uh, does mean black. But what they were talking about, they were uh, talking about how we look, or what we look like, not who we are. And 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 then again, when you think about it again, the the Greek uh, the uh, the Greeks didn't even have a language. There was no Greek language at the time. At one time, we gave them their language. So you have to think about how 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 what was the language before the Greek language, and how many thousands of uh, hundreds of thousands of years uh, before the Greek the Greek language was created or or whatever created or invented or made. Because more is a very 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 ancient term or name. It is a nationality. It is a nationality. As I stated before and before and I say it again, it comes from the term of an ancient uh name Mu M U. And through the years uh, certain tribes called um, call themselves M U R Mer or M E R Mer. Or Amuru was the name of the country. Amuru A M U R U. Amur the Moor of where the war where the word more comes from. Then you have Amuruka. Was one of the ancient names for America. Then you have American. Then you have Al Morocco, which is today known as America. But so okay, you have uh, a lot of these indigenous. Uh, people of these indigenous tribe, tribal nations, talking about uh, uh, Morocco is not uh, not the ancient name of America. That's not one of the ancient names of America, but that's a lie. If you look at, if you really read uh, the uh, the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, it will tell you that it is. If you look at the the uh, the uh, a DVD tape of the uh, when Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton uh, <clears throat> uh, celebrated the Treaty of Peace and Friendship between between Morocco and America when they recognized the United States as a sovereign nation. Only a sovereign nation can recognize another uh, nation as a sovereign nation, and Northwest Africa wasn't a sovereign entity at the time. It was not a sovereign nation at the time. So who in the world was Hillary Clinton talking about? The Moors has been here since the very beginning. Those were her words. Since the very beginning? Back in the 1700s? Morocco and and, and Northwest Africa overseas, uh, over there, uh, 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 didn't become a sovereign nation until 1956. Peace of Treaty and, and Friendship was in 1786. So, okay, something's wrong here. Something is very, very, very wrong. 
of course they're not going to come out and say, well, yes, well, yeah, well, you 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 all that call yourselves African Americans and blacks and and people of color, no, y'all are really Moroccans and you're Moors and no, they're not going to come out and say that. That's up to our own people that knows better to inform our people that doesn't know any better. Better. That's our mission, not hers. Let me move along here. Let me see here. Where was I? Okay. The 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 imperial, Ayi, Maria, second daughter is Lulia. Thirteen. Who was Lulia's daughter? Malia. Fourteen. Who was who was Lula married to? To Marquis Louis Wanglingmi Garrison. Fifteen. Did Mahaya the Mahalia receive the Imperial Washita crown throne during the same time Henry Turner assumed the Bourbon Habsburg Imperial crown throne? Yes. Now you, I'm gonna stop right here. Now you know who the Habsburgs was, won't you? Habsburgs was one of the black, or what they call the black nobility of Europe, and who, and so uh, it wasn't a coincidence that they called them the black nobility. Because if you look at the YouTube and uh, find the YouTube uh, video, uh, the Illuminati, the Moors and the Illuminati, part one and part two, it will tell you that. Although, of course, today they are uh, very, 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 very European looking, but, but their bloodstream goes back to the Moors. And that is the bloodstream of the Habsburg family. They have a deep rooted bloodline from the Moors. These are very, very, very royal and powerful rich families, elite people of Europe, of the Europe hierarchy. Number 16, who was Empress Verdiachi, Tiari, Washita, or you could say Washington, Tunica, Turner, Gustin L. Bay? She is the Empress, Her Highness of the Empire Washita de Dinamandia, Moorish Mound Builders. 17. When was the Empress Verdiachi Tierra Washita, Washington, or Tunica, Turner Gustin L. Bay, born? May 4, 1927. 18. Who crowned Empress Verdiachi Tiara? Tiari. Empress. Dalphia Kimmel's Badger. 19. What is the purpose of the Washita de the Mundia Moorish Empire? A way out from the oppression of the United States. It can enable you to escape the corporate syndrome as well as the count of the, uh, hold up, as the countless godless, godless laws bound upon you through statutory contracts or, or adhesion. Tony, when is the purpose? What is the purpose of the United Washington Dita Namundia Moorish Nation to reanimate and to resurrect 
the dry bones in the valley, meaning the mentally dead, the deaf, dumb, and blind, and give them light, meaning knowledge of truth, and even darkness will be their treasure, because you have to have balance. Now I'm going to start right here, and it says here, it says here, the Washita deed of the Mandia Moorish, M-U-apostrophe-U-R-I-S-H, Moorish, not Moorish. That means that we have ties to each other as Moors. Number 21, who are the Washita today? They are the indigenous people virtually all over the world who have come to the conclusion that being natural to this earth is far healthier than being corporate contracted slaves. Ideally, they do not aspire to use trick words or force to get their way what way is led by the spirit and goodwill. They live to serve one another in that spirit. They live to be free of ignorance, fear, anger, greed, and lust, standards of modern life. They are learning to view the events of daily life as lessons, lessons about themselves, their thoughts, speech, actions, and word, worldly reactions. The Washington today are progressive people actively learning about themselves and improving their character. What is the Washington today? Number 22. The Washita Dita the Mandia is an empire, a nation, a developing transition government. The Washita Dita the Mandia proper is the seat of the imperial government. The Washita Dita the Mandia Moors, M-U-R-S, are a nation of indigenous people. The Washita is the land of the ancient ones. The Washita Empire has a legacy over 100,000 years of rulership by Empresses, Her Majesty, Highness, Viriachi Tierra, Washita Turner, Tunica, Gustin L. Bay, is the reigning Empress of the Washita Moor Nation. She is the legal heir to the Mesan Rouge land grants that are skillfully willed to her great grandfather, Henry Turner, soon son of the Marquis Mesan Rouge. The Washita today is a place where indigenous people can come to be their best, a legacy of original people in a land of opportunity for personal and spiritual growth. See, this is uh, uh, when people said that the Moors are not indigenous people, uh, the Washita uh, Moors are not indigenous to this land. Uh, since, uh, uh, as on document, it's been well documented that uh, the Washita Dita the Mandia Moor Nation Empire has been around for over 100,000 years. And it has been proven, irrefutably proven, that it is the oldest, the oldest, the oldest nation tribal empire in the world. Our indigenous number is 215, United Nations. Uh, project number is 215-93. It is the oldest which supersedes any tribal nation in Africa, here in the Americas, in the adjoining islands, 
Australia, and New Zealand. And if you thought for a moment that these Europeans or whatever thought that that wasn't true, do you think they would have done everything in their power to, uh, uh, to say that wasn't so? So therefore, they had to give it to us. They couldn't find any proof that it wasn't so. Or they found the proof that it is so. This is a message for you uh, people that are part of the indigenous, certain indigenous groups and tribal nations, and also uh, African-Americans, ain't African, and, you know, other groups like that and so on, uh, uh, that are always talking about that the Moors are not indigenous to this land. Like they are not Moors themselves. My question is this. Uh, to the to the sisters and brothers of these indigenous groups, uh, tribal nations, and things of, of you know, uh, things like that. Uh, okay, okay, uh, you just got to hearing me uh, defining the word more, which means land. That we are the land. We are the ponds, the lakes, the rivers, the oceans, and the high seas of the earth. We are earthbound people. So how can you be Aboriginal indigenous to this land if you are not the land? If you're not the pond, ponds and the lakes, the rivers of this land. How can you be indig how can you be indigenous? Indigenous being native of the land, natural to the land. How can you be natural to the land and you not you not the land? How can you be Aboriginal? Aboriginal meaning from the very beginning. From the very beginning, the very beginning original people. Or do you know what the word more means? Do you think that more just a uh, so-called group of black people that were in North Africa, that came from North Africa in 711 A.D. to invade Europe and 1492 fail, and Moors no longer exist? No, I'm here to tell you, Moors are a we are a global people. If you listen to uh, Dr. Peace be upon him. Dr. Ben Yosef, uh, Ben Yakinen, if you listen to, uh, to one of his videos, he will tell you that the Moors, we, he says we, he says we, he says we were calling ourselves Moors when we invaded Spain. He didn't separate himself from his people. He knows he was a Moor. He knew this. He had sense enough to know this, to know this. He knew this. It's like you hear a lot of our people uh, in the so-called conscious community always talking about, yeah, uh, well, the more is this, the more is that. And then you got ignorant-ass Negroes like Sarah Sutton Seti always talking about the more is this, the more is that, showing films, propaganda films, what the Moors did and all that. All of them had phases on, of course, you know, uh, 
never shown you actually beating on the people. Uh, the Moors did this to the people and the rest of the African nations. But they're so stupid, they don't know that they are Moors too. They are Moors also. From North Africa, what they call the Sub-Saharan, from the Sub-Sahara down to the uh, 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 to the to the most tip of South Africa, they are all are Moors. If you know what the word Moor means, it means you are the land. Or they are not Kenyans, or they are not Ugandans, or they are not the land of Kenya, or they are not the land of Uganda, or they are not the land of Ghana. Huh? Well, I am the land of America. I am the, 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 the lakes, rivers, ponds, you know, of America. I am the oceans and the high seas of the earth. They are not earthbound people. But calling yourself aborigine indigenous people, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense. How can you be an Aboriginal indigenous and you're not of the land? And you're not the land. But I, I, I don't get it. Here we go. Number 23. Where is the Washita today? The Washita deed of the Monday Empire is unbounded. The ancient ones, the mound builders, lived all over the earth. Washita deed of the Monday proper is in the lower. Mississippi Valley. Today, the Washita deed of the Monday are proper. Washita indigenous people who have officially declared their nationality or are, or are having direct bloodline lineage could be anywhere on earth. And that's true. Because a lot of us have scattered. You know, a lot of people say, well, uh, they're just a company they're just an organization to make those silly-ass ignorant statements like that. But I just got through telling you uh, 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 a, a, a tribal nation, uh, an organization or a club or a company-run uh, organization cannot have treaties. You must be a standing tribal nation, a standing tribe. You must be a sovereign nation to have treaties, to give treaties, to make treaties. You don't believe me? Read the book Vitale's Law, uh, uh, Vitale's Law of Nations. I bet you it'll back me up. 24. When will the Washita be recognized? The Washita Nation is recognized by the United Nations and given the Indigenous Project Number 21593. The Empress of Washita, Dida the Mandia Empire, has been addressed in writing as the Empress of the Washita, and the Washita Nation addressed in writing as the Washita Nation, each by the United Nations. The corporate United Nations of America and the corporate the corporate state of Louisiana 
However, due to the magnitude of the changes which are bound to occur as a result of hold on of of the Washita, deed of the Monday Empire, the Washita Nation and the Empress of the Washita being recognized, no corporate entity has been eager to relinquish their control over the land, resources, and people they currently dominate. Number 25, why? Domination and concept of ownership comes from the ideas of scarcity. The ancient ones believed everything everything came from belongs to and returned to the creator. No individual being owns any owns anything. They merely have the opportunity to use worldly things while they while they roam about in their flesh temples while involving in spirit. Modern times modern times have nearly eliminated the values beliefs, and attitudes of the ancient ones. When the European colonizers traveled the globe preaching the word of salvation to indigenous people, they could not sleep without guns and fortifications to protect, their, to protect them from the nature and indigenous people. They took their fears and sense of scarcity with them everywhere they went. Fortunately, the Washington Empire has established the foundation whereby the idea of scarcity will be eliminated. No one needs fear. They will be without shelter, food, and unity of the community. Such freedoms coincide with the natural laws of indigenous people. And that's right. So, you know, uh, this is a message that I'm sending to all the people, and especially those uh, of the indigenous community, which is all of us, really, because we all of the indigenous community. We all are indigenous. We all are aborigines. Which is why I say aborigines, because aborigines came before aboriginal. Aboriginal is a derivative of aborigines. And that's why I use the word, if, if you uh, notice a lot, that's why I use the word aborigine a lot. I'm a, I'm a, North, I'm a North American aborigine indigenous more. I'm just being direct, you know, being precise. So we are all Moors, you know. Like I said, you hear a lot of people like uh, Sinatra talking about, well, the Moors did this, or why don't the Moors do that? You know, uh, he knows he's a Moor. He knows he's a Moor. But he keeps up this facade uh, to have a lot of debates while he's profiting off of these debates. Now, am I lying? If I'm lying, prove it. Not take every uh, everything back what I just said. Now, I'm gonna read something from my own <clears throat> Indigenous Nationality papers I have here. 
they are they are uh, they have been made law. Let me hold let me hold on for a minute here. Okay, here's an affidavit of truth. <clears throat> okay, it says here, be it known to all courts, governments, and other parties that I, Fahim El Bay, am a natural indigenous, freedom sovereign, empire, Washita, Dito, the Mandia, Moor. M U apostrophe U R, or has here parentheses more, M O O R. Via United Washington D. De the Mundia Moors. My authority for this statement is the same as it is for all free sovereigns everywhere. The age old timeless and universal respect for the intrinsic rights, property, freedoms, and responsibilities of the sovereign individual. I am not a person when such term is defined in the statutes of the United States or statutes of the several states when such the definition uh, includes artificial entities. I refuse to be treated as a federally or state-created entity which is only capable of exercising certain rights, privileges, or immunities as specifically granted by federal or state governments. I, volu- I, I voluntarily choose to comply with the with the man-made laws which serve to bring harmony to society, but no such laws, nor there, but 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 there are no such laws, nor their enforcers have any authority over me. There, every man is independent of all laws except those prescribed by nature. He is not bound by any. Institutions formed by his fellow men without his consent. Okay, I am not in any jurisdiction, for I am not of subject status, consistent with the eternal tradition of natural common law, unless I have I have harmed or violated someone or their property. I have committed no crime, and I am therefore not subject to any penalty. I act in accordance with the following U.S. Supreme Court case. The individual may stand upon his constitutional rights as a citizen. He is entitled to carry on his private business in his own way of life. His power to contract is unlimited. Unlimited. He owes no such duty to submit his books and papers for an examination to the state since he receives nothing therefrom. Beyond the protection of his life and property, his rights are such as existed by the law of the land, common law, law intensity to the organization of the state, and can only be taken from him by due process of law and in accordance with the Constitution among his rights or a refusal to incriminate himself and the community of himself and his property from arrest or seizure except under a warrant of the law. He owes not public so long as he does not trespass upon their rights. Is there a case says Hale versus Hinkle, two hundred one US four three at forty seven nineteen the year nineteen oh five. Does it be known 
that all that I reserve my natural common law right not to be compelled to perform under any contract that I did not enter into knowingly, voluntarily, intentionally, and therefore more I do not accept the liability the liability associated with the compelled and pretended benefit of any or unrevealed contract or commercial agreement. As such, the hidden or unrevealed—excuse <clears throat> me—as such, the hidden or unrevealed contracts that supposedly create obligation to perform for a person of subject status. <coughs> Excuse me again. Are inapplicable to me, and are null and void. I have, if I have participated in any of the supposed benefits associated with these hidden contracts, I have done so under duress, for lack of any other practical alternative. I may have received such benefits, but I have not accepted them in a manner that binds me to anything. Any any such participation does not constitute acceptance in contract law because of the the absence of full disclosure of any vital offer and uh, voluntary consent without misrepresentation or coercion under correct law, contract law, I mean. Without a valid voluntary offer and acceptance knowing, knowingly entered into by both parties, there is no meeting of the minds, and therefore no valid contract. No valid contract. Any supposed contract is therefore void, ab initio, from my age of consent to the date of six below. I have never signed a contract knowingly, willingly, intelligently, and voluntarily, and voluntarily whereby I have waived any of my natural common law rights and as such take notice that I have that I revoke, cancel and make void abnegio by signature on any on any and all contracts, agreements, forms or any instrument which may be construed in any way to give any agency or department of any federal or state agency authority, venue or jurisdiction over me. This is the affidavit of truth. When I turned when I turned these papers, when I had these papers, uh, so well, certain papers signed by my notary, then I took them to the county recorder of records and deeds of vital statistics to put on the public record, to put a public record at large. I mean, it was, it was, and if 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 they're uh, not, uh, if they have been denied or Rejected. If they had not been denied or rejected in 30 days, it becomes law. They did not reject it, and they did not deny it in 30 days. Therefore, it is law, what I just read to you. Dealing with federal jurisdiction, this is a court order by the courts. It's further relevant to this affidavit that any violation of my rights, freedom, 
or property by the U.S. federal government or any agent thereof would be an illegal and unlawful access clearly outside the limited boundaries of federal jurisdiction. My understanding is that the jurisdiction of the U.S. federal government is defined by Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the U.S. Constitution, quoted as follows. The Congress shall have the power to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district, as parentheses, not exceeding 10 miles square, as, as may be the session of particular states and the acceptance of Congress become, become the seat of the government of the United States, District of Columbia, parentheses, and to exercise like authority over all places purchased by the consent of the legislation of the state in which, in which the same shall be for the erection of forts, magazines, arsenals, dockyards, and other needful buildings, and to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foreign powers, emphasis added, and Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2. This is, uh, this is uh, uh, passed by a court of law. This is a court order document. Okay. Now let me read some. This, this, is, this is still my paper. This is still my nationality papers. It says here the Washington Deed of the Monday Moore Nation, Middle Washita Tribes. Okay, they're dealing with the tribal nations from Louisiana all through the purchase of the world Canada and the center of the Americas. Okay, from the Gulf of Mexico through Canada. Although that's what they mean by Middle Washita Tribes. Okay, the United the United Nations. This is for the people that say that Moors are not indigenous. Okay, I'm reading you my nationality paper to you that I am indigenous. I'm am an indigenous Moor. Okay, it says here the United Nations Indigenous Peoples Organizational Number two one five slash nine three says here Missouri County, St. Louis County, where I domicile. Atashtan, indigenous. Atashtan means one who springs forth from the soil of the earth. Indigenous means native or natural of the land. Aboriginal means from the very beginning original people. Moor means the land, that you are the land. Okay? Appalachian. My name was then called Rittering L. That's when I, when I first became part, part of the, uh, the Moorish Divine National Movement. X-Rail, Robert Riley Herring, which is marked by a uh, corporate name, okay? Domiciled and care of uh, 2425 Lacree Station Road, apartment 7, St. Louis, Missouri, State Republic, 63143, TDC, okay? Inter-American Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous People, draft approved by uh, ACHR at... The twenty uh, the twelve seventy eight session held on September eighteenth, nineteen ninety five. Section one Indigenous Peoples Article one Definition In this declaration indigenous people are those who embody historically or historical continuity with societies which 
existed prior to the conquest and settlement of their territories by Europeans. Alternative, uh, this parentheses, one, and to the one, as well as the peoples brought un- involuntary to the new world who freed themselves and reestablished their cultures from which they have been torn. That's their uh, parentheses, alternative two, as well as as well as tribal peoples whose social, cultural, or economic conditions distinguish from them from the sections of the national community and whose status is regulated wholly, wholly or partially by their own customs or tradition or by special laws or regulations. Number two, self-identification as indigenous or tribal shall be regarded as a fundamental criterion for determining the groups to which the provisions of creation apply. Number three, the use of the term peoples in this instrument shall not be construed as having any implication with respect to their other rights that might be attached to that term in international law. Okay. Indigenous and Tribal Peoples Convention, 1989, number 169, adopted on June 27, 1989, by the General Conference of the International Labor Organization at its 76th session, entry into force, 5th September, 1991, Article 8, N. Number one, in applying national laws and regulations to the people's concern, due regard shall be had to their customs or customary laws. Number two, though these special people, deeming these people shall have the right to retain their own customs and institutions where these are not incompatible with fundamental rights defined by the national legal system and with internationally recognized human rights. Procedures shall be established wherever necessary to resolve conflicts which may be arise in the application of this principle. The seal here has the United Nations People's Organizational Number 215-1993. United Nations, uh, uh, my national number is uh, uh, number 2121-593. Okay? So you said that we are not indigenous? I just read to you my nationality papers that has been filed and recorded in the county recorder of records and deeds and vital statistics for public for for the public at large. This is law. I am indigenous. I am an Aborigine. American. As the rest of our and my uh, more brothers and sisters. Another thing, too, what I'm, I'm concerned with, how can you talk indigenous? How can you uh, talk about you indigenous and you have a Germanic name? That doesn't make sense to me. That's another thing that doesn't make sense. You know, I mean, your name is this and that, and your name is uh, uh, Freddie, you know, Freddie Johnson, you know, uh, 
uh, Charles Coleman, whatever. You know how 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 can you how can you be an indigenous or a chief of a tribal nation or a tribal indigenous nation and you have a Germanic name? Can the names of other other of people, especially of Europe? That's another thing that puzzles me. But then want to say uh, talk about. Uh, that indigenous people uh, who call ourselves Moors are not indigenous to this land. My name, my full name is Fahim, which means the intelligent one. My other middle names are Takamsha, which means panther to the sky. Tunica means the body, or you could say the body of people. Rutherin L means God pleasantly, pleasantly moving upon the earth. And my last name is Bay. It means governor or ruler of the land. See, I have names like Tecumseh and Tunica that are indigenous. Even Fahim is indigenous. Because you, you, uh, if you uh, study your indigenous history long enough or uh, study it, uh, hard enough, and you know enough, enough, and enough. Uh, you you learn that a lot of these names, so-called Arabic names, uh, was here centuries, centuries, and Hebrew names as well. You find Phoenician writings, uh, Libyan writings, on certain walls, and zips, and especially in the Grand Canyon. You know, I mean, uh, uh, the Phoenicians, I mean, the Phoenicians have been around, ooh, 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 ages. I can show you a uh, carved stone in Mexico City with a Moor wearing his face. A 13th century carved stone. But they more wearing a fez. But a lot of you want to say this is of the desert. That's back. You leave. You got to leave that back in the desert. Not, but not, uh, not a desert thing. It's a global thing. We were wearing turbans and fezes globally. Still are wearing them globally. Once somebody asks me or see me uh, with a fez or a turban or with a certain shirt with certain inscriptions on uh, on our history and things of that sort, when they ask me, are you a more? I say, yes. I say, yes, I'm a more. I say, so are you. Because I don't separate myself from the rest of my people. But a lot of you like to separate yourself from the rest of your people when you say that, uh, you well, well, you are Moors, uh, or you that call yourselves Moors. We don't call ourselves Moors. We are Moors. What's wrong with a term like that? What's wrong with being, uh, being the land, the ponds and lakes and rivers and the oceans and the high seas of the of the earth? 
Well, what's, 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 what's wrong with me, earthbound people? What's wrong with a, with, a, with a term? What's wrong with that? Because it's synonymous with indigenous and aboriginal, autochthonous. It's synonymous with all those terms. It deals with land. I had a conversation uh, with a brother and a friend of mine from New Jersey, and her name is uh, Abdullah Il Talib Mosi Bay. I know there are a lot of you probably know know of him, and probably have met him as well. And uh, we were talking about uh, people saying that when people are born here, that makes them a native. And uh, the brother said, uh, "No, no, 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 no." He said, he said, I tell you what, as that same sister or brother that said that, made that statement, if they were born in China, and asked the Chinese government or the Chinese people, would that make them native of China? <laughs> So this is this is this is this is the bullshit that's been going on, you know. You know, you're born here, you're a native. Anybody anybody can be a native, you know. You're born, that makes you a native. Well, I have to say no it don't. Because one uh, one of the things that means indigenous is native. Native of the land. How can you be native and you're not indigenous to this land? Don't work like that. Okay. Okay, let me see here where I'm at. Okay, here it says, number 25. Why? The nomination and concept of ownership comes from the idea of... Oh, no, I read this already. I'm sorry. Uh, 26. How is the Washita today? The Washita, the Washita today is scuffling with the ignorance, fear, and anger of greed and lust of modern life, just as the individual must do to overcome centuries and lifetimes of confusion. Said authorities that the said authorities that ignore, deny and violate the sovereign rights of the Washita people, nation and empire are in violation of international, national and natural laws. The creator is just violations will be answered. Lessons learned and humility applauded. Number twenty seven. Who is Ben Bay and Manuel Muali? Benjamin Banneker. Benjamin Banneker. A lot of you heard of. Benjamin Franklin, who is also the African Lodge 459 founder of Prince Hall. A lot of you, a whole lot of Prince Hall Masons have a hard time dealing with that one. Because a lot of people don't believe that uh, Prince Hall was the cipher. Uh, Ben Bay Muali Manuel Muali Bay. See, <clears throat> they don't believe that. 
but he was. It's just like uh, those of you that study the mysteries and the mystic uh, science, uh, mysticism about the Masons and Rosicrucians and about Francis Bacon and about uh, William Shakespeare. Same thing. William Shakespeare was Francis Bacon's cipher. Same thing with Ben Bay Emmanuel Bouali. Says here Benjamin Banneker, Banneker, Benjamin Franklin, who is also the African Lodge 459 founder, Prince Hall, according to Clock of Destiny, Volume 2, page 13 by Charles M. Bay, states Prince Hall is only a mystic name. So also King Solomon, Hiram Abiff, Queen of Sheba, and David are only mystical names. Benjamin Banneker was a Moor. Moore that designed the city of Washington, D.C. and the city of Philadelphia, etc. Who is Benyark to Anna Marie, the former empress, half-brother, uh, a chief black thunderbird, eagle, by Dr. Reverend Malachi Z. York L is a direct descendant from the bloodline of Ben York. Thus forever tying the Yamasee Moors to the Washita Moors. Number 29, who was Tecumseh? He was Tecumseh Compton Bay, a Shawnee chief, and that cured, that cursed the president, and, and he the last to hold the Moorish flag against the U.S., 30. Who was the first actual president? John Hudson, a Moor. Who was the first president under the Articles of Confederation? 31. George Washington referred to the election of John Hudson by stating, Number 32. I congratulate your excellency on your appointment to fill the most important seat in the United States. Number 33. John Hudson served as president during what years? November 5th, 1781, November 4th, 1782, A.D. Number 34, in what year was the Declaration of Independence signed? July 4th, 1776, A.D. 35, eight other Moorish presidents served between the years of 1783, 1789, A.D. Who are they? Elias Boudinot. November 4, 1782, 1783, Thomas Mifflin, November 3, 1783 to 1784, Richard Henry Lee, November 30, 1784 to 1785, John Hancock, did you hear this? Did y'all hear this? John Hancock, November 23, 1785 to 1786, John Hancock was a Moor. He was also the first to sign the Declaration of Independence. Nathaniel Gorham, Gorham, January 6, 1786 to 1787. Arthur St. Clair, February 2nd, 1787 to 1788. Cyrus Griffin, January 22nd, 1788 to 1789. Number 36, in what year did George Washington become president? 1789. 
37. Thus, George Washington was actually what president? The ninth president, but the first president under the U.S. Constitution. I hope a lot of people heard that, because a lot of people still don't have that information and still don't know that. Still don't know. Says here, number thirty-eight. As a matter of fact, there were several presidents under the under the Continental Congress. Who were they? Peyton Randolph, seventeen fifth. I mean, September fifth, seventeen seventy-four. Who was the grandfather of Pastor Rand, uh, Beverly Randolph, the former uh, Supreme Grand Master of all the Rosicrucians in the world? Now, these two people, his father, him and his father, were both Moors. Or you can say, um, Pastor Beverly Randolph was a mulatto. Or you can say he was Moorish. Uh, Moorish means like a Moor. Because actually Moorish, for those who don't know, still don't know, is an adjective. That's a, an adjective, what is, which is an adjective, which an adjective is. An adjective is what supports a noun. Okay. Henry Middleton, October twenty fifth, seventeen forty four, uh, seventeen seventy four. Peyton Randolph, May tenth, seventeen seventy five. John Hancock, May twenty fourth, seventeen seventy five. Henry Lawrence, November first, seventeen seventy seven. John Jay, December tenth, seventeen seventy eight. Samuel Huntington, September twenty eighth, seventeen seventy nine. And Thomas McKean. July 10th, 1781. Did Abraham Lincoln Emancipation Proclamation free the POWs, prisoners of war, misnomered slaves in 1863? No. Emphatically no. See, the thing about that is, see, the thing is, what most people don't realize that the Civil War was never declared. I'm going to say it again. The Civil War was never actually declared. Abraham Lincoln, as, uh, there's no record of Abraham Lincoln ever uh, going to Congress for a declaration of war. So therefore, he never was the commander in chief of the Army and Navy at that time. Therefore, he did not have the right to free slaves. He may have the power to do it, but he did not have the right. That's another undeclared war that the United States Corporation had all through history since its foundation. Okay, I'm sad to put that out there. Okay. Okay, here. Question 40. Then, what freed the POW's slaves? The 13th Amendment contains three empowering and liberation provisions of emancipating 37 Congress. Um, number one, a revision of the military code forbidding 
soldiers to return to return slaves to slave owners. Read this again. Number one, a revision of the military code forbidding soldiers to return slaves to slave owners. Number two, Gation Act, which freed the slaves to allow rebels de jure and freed all slaves de facto who came or who escaped or came uh, into contact with the Union Army. And three, an act of the, the freed all slaves and their families who enlisted in the Union Army. Number 41, did the U.S. finish paying for the Louisiana Purchase? No. Number 42, does does that mean that the land was supposed to go back into the hands of the Washita? Yes. Thus, making the Empress the heir to the, to the 1795 Spanish land grant, Maison Rouge. Number 43, the Louisiana Purchase consists of what states? Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Minnesota, Nebraska, Colorado, Kansas, Iowa, Missouri, and Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Texas, Alabama, Utah, New Mexico, and Florida. The Washita or Ishita governing more than 3 million acres. But sometimes the the Washita is pronounced as uh, uh, or spelled as O capital O U A C H I T H. The O O Uchita, O Uchita, or Wachita, or Wachita has different pronunciations and spellings. Okay. Number forty-four. The Empress Veriachi Tiari Washita, Washington Tunica Turner. Gustin L. Bay, <coughs> and or the Washita hold the title to the area west of the allegedly Appalachian Mountains. This land has never been a part of the United States of America. Is this the same land that Abraham Lincoln spoke of returning to the Moors after slavery? Yes. He called it he called it the Egypt of the West and Central America and the land between the Rockies and the Allegheny Mountains from the Gulf of Mexico up into Canada and on both sides of the Mississippi. Number forty five, is there any proof of this? Yes. In eighteen forty eight the Washita and Tunica Nations the Washita and Tunica Nations took their land case before the U.S. Supreme Court, and won their case under Judge Taney, the same judge that was at the Dred Scott decision case. I'm going to read this over again. I'm going to read this over again. Is there any, <clears throat> is there any proof of this? Yes. In 1848, the Washita and Tunica nations took their land case before the U.S. Supreme Court and won their case under Judge Taney. Now, how how were they doing all this if they're not indigenous to this land? Oh, I hope the ones that you uh, that said that Moors are not indigenous to the, to the Americas. 
I hope you're listening to this. Because this is proof. And they are also in, in, in the Library of Congress. These are all congressional records. They have been documented and recorded. All these proceedings have been recorded and documented for congressional records. Check them out. Okay. Number 46, who was Judge Taney? He was the same judge who in 1856 gave his opinion, which was not a legal decision in the Dred Scott case, which basically states there is no thing a Negro has that a white man is bound to respect. Number 47, who was Jamal Ardeen Afghan? He was a master adept who visited the U.S., in the winter of 1882 and 83. By the early 1880s, the Drew family is known to have settled in Newark, New Jersey. However, it is in, it is in New York City that the Drew family is said to have been taught by the great Muslim master adept. The family has also been linked to the Moorish Zionist Temple in Brooklyn, New York. Leon Rachelou, which is questioned, 1964, was the founder of the first known Moorish Hebrew sect, or Moorish Hebrew sect, which was established in 1899. What year was the prophet noble Timothy Juali born? 1886 to 1929. Number 49. Who did Prophet Noble? Who, who did Prophet Noble Timothy Turnica Ali learn under? So you shows here when it when it says here Turner, it shows that the prophet was a Tunica and was also of the Tunica Nation as well as the Washita and Cherokee nations. Okay. Don't just take my word for it. Look it up. Just look it up. Do your own research. Do your own studying. Study, study, study. Research, research, research. Okay? Just don't take it because I said so. I'm talking to all you indigenous people that claims that Moors are not indigenous or aboriginal original to this land. Okay? But I'm showing you that we are. And I'm proving you I'm proving to you that we are. The proof is irrefutable. It's more than overwhelmingly evidence. More than overwhelmingly I ain't saying overwhelmingly evidence. It's more than overwhelmingly evidence that we are Aboriginal and indigenous to this land. And attachedness to this land. Because we are the land. If we are the land, we can't be none but Aboriginal indigenous and attached to this land. <laughs> you can argue that if you want to, you'll lose. Number 49. Who did Prophet Noble Timothy Turner Juali learn under during his early teenage years? 
Zhu Ali arrived in Egypt and came out to study under Jamal Adin al-Afghani and Muhammad Abdul Muhammad Abdul was studying uh, was studying at Al Azhar University. Zhu Ali came under the influence of Muhammad Muhammad Rashid Ridi, 1865, where he was. Uh, Rashid Ridi was born in 1865 and uh, died in 1935 A.D. I think that's what they're saying. And Aziz Ali al-Mazari Bey, 1878, 1965 A.D., as well as the great Egypto-Sudanese nationalist Dus uh, Muhammad Ali Effendi, 1866, 1945 A.D., who was also the teacher to Honorable Marcus Messiah Garvey, founder of the UNIA, United Negro Improvement Association. Yes, it is also said that the Prophet Noble Drew, Turner, uh, uh, the Prophet Noble Timothy Turner Drew Ali studied at the old Ethiopia College in, in the Vatican City, in Italy, Rome, in Rome, Italy. Okay? So the man was no joke. Number 50. In what year did the Empress Riachi Thierry Washington, Washington Tunica, Turner, Turner Gustin L. Bay file to redeem land from the state of Louisiana on February 12, 1991? The state of Louisiana returned how many acres of land to the Empress Riachi Thierry Washington, Washington Tunica, Turner Gustin L. Bay? 68,000? 883. Number 52. What date was the land returned? August 1st, 1992. Number 53. The Empress evoked a state of emergency. Proclamation signed by George Bush ordering, ordering all colorless pale people to be airlifted from her land. And what year? August 10th, 1992. Number 54. The Empress mailed a claim and demand to the said state of Louisiana for 300 billion U.S. dollars in gold and silver to, to be paid to the Washington D. Delamundia Moorish Empire for the use for the uses of the Washington proper property, land, did the Empress receive it? No. Eventually, the, the said state of Louisiana did respond uh, by letter. However, to this date, no payment has been made. Paid. That's because they don't have any money. That's because there is no money. Okay. Number 55. How much do the 13 United States the United States and the United States of America owe Washington for the dispositions of our people and the unauthorized occupation of our land. Five um, from eighty quadrillion non-counterfeit U.S. dollars. Let me say this again: eighty quadrillion non-counterfeit U.S. dollars. Quadrillion. Okay, that's how much they owe us. 
Okay, number 56. The title Prince of the Washita Didu Namandia Mughal Empire, Ramesses Abel Bay, by Her, Her Highness, the Empress of Radiachi Turner, Tierra, Washita, Washington Tunica Tunica Augustine Il Bay, officially in what year? June 7, 1999. Prince Ramesses Abel Bay, Prince Hutan Tupac Bay, was the founder of the United Washita Didu Namandia Mughal Nation. Number 57. This is the last number. Do you know who the Oshita Washita Mound Builders are? They were they are singled out by the United Nations in 1993 as the oldest in the indigenous nation. I'm gonna uh, <clears throat> read this again. Do you know who is the Oshita the Oshita Washita Mound Builders are? They are the oldest. They are the. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading this again. Do you know who the Oshita Washita Mound Builders are? They were singled out by the United Nations in 1993 as the oldest indigenous nation. I'm gonna stop right here. We were singled out by the by the United Nations as the oldest indigenous nation. We are the oldest. So, but those who are talking about uh, the Moors are not indigenous to this land, you know, the, 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 okay, this has been recorded. This is the United Nations Archives records and congressional records. Check them out. And for the record, we are also recognized by 144 nations across the globe as a sovereign nation and as the oldest indigenous nation in the world. They are descendants of Kama'atan Egyptians who are the same as the Olmecs or Sea people. The Sumerians, generally they are the lineage of Israel, the earth's oldest indigenous nation. They are, they was an international trade network all over the Atlantic. The Muslims, the Moors, the Islamic Empire were the last empire that, that we function under in mass. There are more pyramids in the Western Hemisphere than in the East, and we are the direct descendants of these great architects. The truth about the Mound Builders is suppressed. Why? Because they were uh, an advanced civilization of dark-skinned, woolly-haired, so-called blacks who were indigenous, native to North America, and to the Olmecs of South America. The so-called black mound builders were the Washita Moors, Oshita Moors, the original inhabitants of North-South America. Many, really most, so-called blacks in North America are unknowing descendants of these mound-building indigenous native blacks and not descendants of African slaves. America is Amurica, or Amurica, A-M-E-R-E-I-C-A, is a Amurica, A-M-U, apostrophe U-R-I-C-A, parentheses, a M O O R 
M-O-R-I-C-A. That's where the word more comes from. It's ancient. It is more, more is a nationality. Is a nationality. I just read it off to you. I just read it off to you that we have been singled out by the United Nations as the oldest indigenous tribal nation in the world, the oldest indigenous people in the world, the oldest indigenous nation in the world. If that's so, then it supersedes over any tribal nation in the world. We are Moors. The massive, uh, the massive remains of this said black civilization empire stands as one of the best kept archaeological secrets in the country. Ancient American magazine. That's what they wrote. Issue 17 reported evidence for black-skinned natives. This is what they said in their magazine. Okay, evidence for black-skinned natives in the Americas. Long before the arrival of Columbus, is abundant from the distinctly Negroid features of colossal Olmec sculpted, sculptured heads and a pre-Aztec Assyrian bowl being upheld by a figure with unmistakably black characteristics to the bones of Negroid persons excavated from a 2,000-year-old mound in northern Wisconsin. Northern Wisconsin, a wealth of material exists to establish the certainty of non-white, non-Indian population living in pre-Columbian America along with these other groups. Though so many mounds have been deliberately destroyed, over 200,000 ancient pyramids and huge mounds of earth in the shape of cones, animals, and geometric designs can be still be found. Excuse me for that. Resolve again. Oh boy. Uh, evidence for uh, black skinned natives in the Americas have long before the arrival of Columbus is abundant. From the distinctly Negroid features of colossal Olmec sculptured heads and pre-Aztec Assyrian bowl being upheld by a figure with unmistakably black characteristics to the bones of Negroid persons excavated, excavated from a 2,000-year-old mound in northern Wisconsin. Northern Wisconsin now. A wealth, a wealth of material exists to establish the survey of non-white, non-Indian population living in pre-Columbian America along with these other groups. Though so many mounds have been deliberately destroyed, over 200,000 ancient pyramids and huge mounds of earth in the shape of cones, animals, and geometric designs can still be found from the southern coast of America to Canada. These, these structures were built by so-called obscure people largely known as the mound builders. 
Not from people from no fucking outer space. Not no damn aliens from outer space, okay? Excuse my French. Like one, like one uh, person said, uh, uh, intelligent men should know don't curse all the time. But sometimes I make exceptions, you know, due to the kind of people I'm dealing with. It says here, in truth language, unity, Washington, Dita, the Mandia, Naga, Moor, Nation, Constitution and Declaration of the National Allegiance, under excerpt, the greats of the Jaguar, Ish of the national independence from the foreign influence by two emperors, the Viriachi Tierra Washita Turner Gustin L. Bay for the Empire Washita D. Dinamundia Moors and the Unity Washita D. Dinamundia Naga Moor Nation by her uh, Countess uh, Prince Ramis Abel Bay, Crown Prince Huta Tupac Bay. So there's overwhelmingly evidence, more than overwhelmingly evidence that we are indigenous. Matter of fact, uh, overwhelmingly evidence that the Moors are the oldest indigenous people on the earth. Uh, you can refute. I mean, you can refute this if you want to. I mean, that is your right, you know. But uh, <laughs> there's proof. These have been recorded. That's been recorded. I mean, you can refute that if you want to, but do you have the evidence to back it up? Do you have the evidence to, uh, uh, to say that all oh, this is not true? What do you have, or what evidence do you have to say this is all not true? But I tell you one thing: you won't have to do some hell of a lot of digging and a hell of a lot of research. You're going to be one hell of a researching woman or man. I can tell you that. See, I have things. I can back this. I, I just backed all this up. With the records and the documents and everything to back it up. And backed up by law. Lawful standing. It has standing in law. Here we have the Washington Nation of Moors, the historical synopsis, Peru, Mexico, Isabella, now Cuba. A lot of people don't know that Cuba used to be called Isabella at one time. The USA, Canada, and Alaska are Europeans' inventions, which comprises the land of the cultured Moors, the descendants from the ancient Amur Amur Nation, the Amuru, A-M-U-U-R-U, the Amuru Washitas, Amuru is another word, where the word termed, another ancient word, 
another very, very, very ancient word where the word boar comes from. Moors, the fathers of civilization, began on the great island empire of Mulamuria. When ancient, 8,000 years ago, a natural catastrophe overwhelmed the ancient motherland. Some to its survivors made their way to what has since be, uh, become known as North Central and South Amexum, or America, as known today. The Washita Nation of Moors or in, and indigenous peoples of North America, the Oshita, otherwise known as the Omex, have been originally associated with the Washita. According, accordingly, the Washita have been the primary group of, of a more general population of indigenous peoples identified as history as Amuru. This is the ancient name of America. The Moors, M-U-U-R-S, known to the Spanish and the French, the Washita have come to be known and uh, no, known as known to the English as the Adena Hapawillian people, identified with Punic Iberian affairs, maintaining an Andalusian Carthaginian heritage. As such, as, as, as such, the Washita have been associated with the Eastern Algonquin Native Americans, having acquired an ancient Egyptian as well as Punic script and vocabulary, as they have appeared in the, uh, the, the Pacific record of North America. So we have a lot of ties to different nations, even to the Algonquin Native Americans. Hmm? So we were here before them. When they came here, they mixed heavily with us. Heavily. They, we were uh, uh, the, the Aborigine indigenous Moors here in, in America were the most who they mixed with than any other nation of people. Way, 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 way before the Europeans set foot on these shores, before they start mixing in with the Algonquin and us. Before they start mixing with the Algonquin nations, uh, uh, we had our blood already well entrenched in their bloodlines, well entrenched in their bloodlines. So when they had to trace the Atlantic, they always got to come back to us. Because we were the first people. We were the only ones that were here. Says here, moreover, Maruka, A-M-A-R-U-K-A, is derived from Amun Raka. From Amun Raka. A M A M E N R A K A in ancient America is the term Ka or Ika 
in the language of the Inca of Peru means raised land, mountains, highland. The term Amaru means plumbed, feathered serpent. The ancient title Amaruka, A-M-A-R-U-K-A, means land. What did I say? What did I tell you early? We are the land. We are the land. You read in Black Law Dictionary and find out one more or, or, or look up land. And it has more in there. Okay. The ancient title, Amaruka, A-M-A-R-U-K, means land. Of the plant serpent. I mean, of the plum serpent, I'm sorry. Amaru, A-M-A-R-U, text. This was borrowed by the migrants from Asia who settled to America. I mean, settled in America, who now erroneously call themselves Native Americans. Read this again. This was borrowed from the migrants from Asia who settled in America who now erroneously call themselves Native Americans, all, o- all over Africa. The serpent with its tail in it, its mouth called the Ouroboros, is the symbol of the creator, Kundalini Shiva, creatress, Kundalini Shakti, and very, and Aida Huedo, and Yoruba, Ifa Orisha, as a Samari and Abumari and Akan and Yakatan and Kanu who migrated to ancient America building pyramids and mounds all over North, Central and South American continents. Of course brought their spiritual systems called religion with them. So you got a lot of you, I mean, uh, but the, those who call themselves indigenous and those who call themselves even black and call themselves indigenous, there's no such thing as black indigenous people. It doesn't exist. There are no such people. There's no such people as black aborigines. No such people as blackamores. No such people. They don't exist. For those who you are always saying, black power, black power, black power. It is the English word for Negro. Because you might as well say, Negro power, Negro power, Negro power. So that's what you're actually saying. Because both black and Negro are both synonymous. There's black and Latin, which they call Spanish today, uh, is Negro. That's black. Negro in English is black. 
you're saying one and the same thing. The same same difference. Saying I'm black and I'm proud. I'm Negro and I'm proud. I'm I'm proud. Say it loud. I'm I'm a Negro and I'm proud. Say it loud. And I'm a Negro and I'm proud. That's what you're saying. Ain't Latin as older than, than the English language? Hmm? <laughs> you a Negro? You think power is in? You think you can get power from Negro? Look in the crayon, in the crayon box, and you find the uh, the crayon black. It says black in English, and it says noir in French, and it says Negro and so-called Spanish, which is, which is Latin. Now, am I lying? Am I lying? Those who deal with crayons and Crayolas, no, I am not lying. You know I'm telling the truth. But a lot of you still want to hold on to black. Still want to hold on to that word. To the day you go to your graves. That's 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 who you are. I am the land, but you are black. You are a crayon. You are an adjective. That's your connection. The rights of black people, the rights of Negro people. Negro people, black people do not have any rights, because there are no such people. You will never find a country called, or a nation called Negro Nation, black nation. There are no such nations. They don't exist. You will never have a seat in the United Nations. Got the United Nations they recognize nations, sovereign nations, nationalities, birthrights, not colors. People are not a color. People are not crayons. They are not Crayolas. I wish I had a uh, a machine uh, where I can punch people in, but I don't, because I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of questions, you know. But maybe next week, uh, Dr. Eileen will be with me on the show, and uh, you can call in, and if those uh, that are listening here tonight, ask questions about what I just said tonight. You know, so, well... The end is about near. Like I say, I do not. I, I, I wish to inform. 
not to insult, to inform my people. They said, what are you doing? I'm informing them. As I say in every end of uh, the blog talk, first world order show, I say, Bawasamatsu or Bawasamadukunda in the Washita Choctaw Algonquin language, that means peace family. Ehate Washita Ish. May my spirit and your spirit spring forth with the jaguar. Peace. I'm out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.